Hello, welcome to Hope Stream FM Weekly Bible Study Review. My name is Pastor Solomon Odinyebuchi Okono. The title of this week's lesson is The Christian and Work. The key text is from 1 Corinthians 15, verse 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Shall we pray? Our great God and King of the universe, we're before you again today to study your precious word. We thank you for sparing our lives and blessing us with an opportunity to reason from your word. Dear Lord, teach us and help us to respond to you in obedience. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. There is usually the misconception that work resulted because of sin. On the contrary, work is God's ideal. In the ideal world before sin, God gave Adam and Eve the task of caring for the Garden of Eden. Genesis 2 verse 15. It is clear from the Bible that God gave us a privilege of work for our good. God wanted us to view work as one of his blessings. Like our creator in whose image we were made, we are to be employed in creative labor and loving service. Even in an unfallen world, a world without sin, death, and sufferings, God's children are to be at work. Among the Jews, every child was to be taught a trade. This type of upbringing was exemplified by Jesus' earthly parents who brought him up a skilled craftsman. Mark chapter 6 verse 3. We find other noble examples in the New Testament. Paul, Aquila, and Priscilla were all skilled in crafts while still being active in the Lord's business. As chapter 18, 1-4, 2 Thessalonians, Chapter 3, 8-12 This week, we're looking at the whole question of work and its role in Christian education. The many sides of work. Ecclesiastes 3, verses 12 and 13 I know that there's nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live. There are many reasons why we work. We work to put food on our tables, pay our bills, and save up a little for hard times. These are very important aspects of life. This is the reason many people will prefer to continue to put up with a poor job condition than to quit. To many, the simple answer to the questions, what do you do or who are you, is their job. Work can give a person a sense of worth. Most retirees continue to work part-time as long as they are able, whether for pay or as volunteers. A job offers a reason for getting up in the morning and getting home in the evening. While God gave Adam and Eve the task and privilege of caring for the garden in Genesis chapter 2 verse 15, there's another side of work which is seen in Genesis chapter 3 verse 19. After the fall, work became almost a curse, which ends in death. Many toil on jobs they despise, hoping to retire while they still have their health. To some, work has taken over their lives, becoming the center of everything they think or live for. These people feel disoriented and depressed after retirement and may even die prematurely out of frustration. We need to learn how to use our work as a ministry to express our relationship with God and to help others return to God. What are you doing with your work? And how are you using it to reach out to others and to glorify God? Work and nurture. 
Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 10. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave whither thou goest. God has given each one of us the ability to accomplish something meaningful. By doing something, we increase our self-efficiency and not by merely wishing great accomplishments. While the work of our hands is God's blessings to us, but God's ultimate plan is that the work of our hands would bless others. Paul writes that we must work doing something useful with our hands so that we may have something to share with others. Paul surely lived by that principle. He wrote in Acts chapter 20 verses 34 and 35, You yourselves know that these hands of mine have supplied my own needs and the needs of my companions. In everything I did, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak. Remembering the words of the Lord, Jesus himself said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. What is your attitude towards work? What ways might you be able to use your work to be more of a blessing to others? Work and excellence. Our God is a God of excellence. In instructing Moses on how to erect a tabernacle of worship in Exodus chapter 25, verses 10 to 30, he reflected his character of excellence. Moses, through his background and by experience, was more than qualified to erect a simple tent. Yet, God gave him nearly 150 point-by-point -point instructions on how to erect a tent and what the furniture were to be like. Moses had to follow a seven-step assembly procedure in accomplishing this. Exodus 25, verses 23 to 30. The attention to detail that God showed in the building of his tent, as well as later on in the instruction for the sacrificial rituals, shows a prevailing spirit of excellence, a desire to produce nothing less than a masterpiece. The materials were to be of highest quality. The design was to be impeccable. The work had to be outstanding. The message was clear. With God, sloppy work is not accepted. However, although the standard appears to be high with God, it was God himself who provided not only the impetus, but also the human resources for reaching it. Exodus 31, verses 1 to 6. Thus, that we are fallen humans is not an excuse for treating any task with anything less than utmost dedication. God expects us always to perform at our best, putting our talents, skills, time, and education to good use for great causes. Work and Spirituality Galatians 5, verse 25 If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. As Christians, we cannot separate our work from our spirituality. Christianity is not a garment that we can put on or take off as one changes moods or passes through different phases of life. Instead, Christianity creates a new being who manifests himself or herself in every dimension of life, including work. Through our connection with Christ, we human beings will function as believers in all aspects of our lives. How do you manifest your own spirituality in the day-to-day -day task of your life? What kind of impression are you creating around you?
work and stewardship. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 10. Whatever your hand finds to do, to it with your might. The wisest of men uses these words of counsel regarding stewardship in every aspect of life. Although money is certainly an important aspect of stewardship, to limit it to money alone is much too narrow. In organizational theory, stewardship refers to management's responsibility to develop and utilize properly all available resources. In the church, what are the resources with which God has blessed us? Peter clearly states in 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 5 that every person has a gift endowed by the Creator. And he refers to such endowed Christians as a holy priesthood with responsibility to God for their stewardship of all of God's gifts, money, time, energy, talent, and others. One of the common pitfalls of life today is a tendency to compartmentalize the different aspects of living. There's one's work life, one's family life, one's spiritual life, and even one's leisure life. There's a tendency to separate these areas of life so that there's a little or no crossover between and among them. But this restriction should not apply to the role of our spiritual life and the role we must play in all of our existence. In conclusion, work is a privilege and a blessing from God to man. Although work became burdensome after the fall, yet God expects us to invest our might in whatever work our hands find to do. As children of God, we should display excellence in our work and always remember to use our work as a ministry to bless others and to lead them to Jesus. Please pray with me. Almighty Father, thank you for blessing us again with this lesson. Teach us, dear Lord, to trust your word and to live by it daily in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. For questions and contributions, you can reach me on WhatsApp through plus 234-903-789-1680. Or you can send an email to Summer School Lesson Summary at gmail.com. God bless you.